Again, we're ready to go. Um, Kenzie, you just have to introduce yourself. Yes, let me give you guys a more formal more introduction. More formal introduction. Tell us who you are, why you're here. Yes, so my name, full name, Mackenzie Marsh. You guys I, might not even know her real name. I know, that's so crazy. Most mm-hmm. people know me as Jesus People Places. Yes. I don't know if I can what say What is Jesus yet? People Places? Okay, so I started this account like years and years ago. Um, honestly, I think it was like three years ago now, which is crazy. Started a separate Instagram account because I thought people were annoyed with me posting on my normal Instagram. Mm -hmm. All the friends from high school start fresh. Yeah. I started kind of as a blogger. Didn't really feel that was my space. Uh Uh-huh. Had a blog website too. I did have a blog website. We're now buying that domain back and creating a new website, but not not blogging Mm -hmm. in that sense at all. Um, So I kind of switched gears when I studied abroad this past year in Greece, but I kind of created the platform Jesus People Places, not really knowing what that, like, name was actually going to mean to me. Mm. I started Jesus People Places, honestly, it was in some girl's Instagram bio my freshman year, and I was like, that's it. Love that. Mm-hmm. Not really sure where it was going to take me. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew the Jesus, and I knew the places. Community in college was really hard for me. Um, I went to a community college my freshman year, so I really didn't have any sort of community there. When I transferred to, I graduated from Georgia Southern this past December. I transferred there. I made really great friends. Truthfully, I only talked to one or two of them, even being like four months out, which is kind of crazy. But community just wasn't even like a huge like driving factor there until I graduated and moved back to my hometown, which wasn't really something I thought I was going to do. But, you know, when you like a boy owns a family business, it's what you do. So ended up back in my hometown and really kind of got back here. I was like, I'm so familiar with the place. I'm so familiar with this area, but I know nobody here. Taylor yeah. moved away. She's really the only person from high school I kept in touch with. Really, like, people had moved away. My family had moved away. I knew absolutely nobody. So when I got down here, I, like, probably, like, three weeks in, it was right before I was about to start my full-time job, I just kind of had a breakdown and was like, post-grad is so hard. Why the heck does nobody talk about it? Mm-hmm. So I made a TikTok as I was – fake getting ready because I don't know how to get ready and actually film a TikTok. It's my uh-huh. toxic trait. Um, talking about just how our postgrad community is and why nobody talks about it. And I really don't love going out. I don't drink. That's not really the scene that I'm looking for. And anytime I would kind of do research or look on TikTok, Instagram is like, how do I make friends postgrad? They'd say, go out to bars. And I'm like, mm, yeah, but I don't drink. Or they'd say, go to work at classes. And I was like, girlfriend is broke like I'm broke I don't I just didn't know how I was supposed to do it and then in the end of that video I said if you're in West Palm let's be besties the video got about a hundred thousand views but it reached exactly who it was supposed to reach and a lot of girls from West Palm began commenting on it and I was like well this is crazy like Mm -hmm. now I can meet up with a bunch of girls for coffee this is awesome start scheduling coffee dates realized I had overwhelmed myself I just started a new job I was working Mm -hmm. 40 hours a week I, at that time, was working a sales job, and I was going to dinners every single night. I was spending money on dinners. I was going to coffees. Yeah. Like, how many coffees can a girl drink on a Saturday? Going to back-to-back. I was 
and I know this probably sounds like a snoo- like snooty problem, I was reading girls' names. I'm like, uh-huh. I am not supposed to be in this position. I'm not just wanting a friend. I'm wanting community here. Mm-hmm. That is at the heart of what I'm wanting. So I basically made a second TikTok and was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, now I'm going on coffee dates, and this is great, but, like, how do I get to that deep community? Mm-hmm. And then I started a Facebook group, and I started deciding to host monthly events. And I've been doing monthly events since – our first one was a Galentine's event, which was in February, and girls from Facebook and Instagram just started showing up, and our groups have gotten from, like, 30 to almost, like, upwards of, like, 50 girls at times, which is wild and crazy, and it's all girls with kind of a similar, like, mission of, like, what they want out of friendships, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool and really special, and finally, I was able to see what the people aspect of Jesus People Places really was, and now the Lord has opened a door to speak on community and to speak on like what rich community is supposed to look like, which has been really cool. And now I actually, we went through a book called find your people, which I'm giving Taylor to read. And then she'll talk to you guys about it, but find your people by Jenny Allen literally changed my life. And it talks about how to find community in really any stage of your life and how important in-person community is, which I really had never thought of before. I do social media online. I have a lot of long distance friends I had a long distance relationship at times, so Mm -hmm. I never really honed in on the value of having someone right right down the street who could come if I was freaking out, who could come if I was panicking. Um, In that book, I went through that book and was able to kind of lead sort of like a discipleship group where we went through that book with a bunch of like probably about 10 girls. We went through that book and we just actually finished it this past week. Oh, there's an intro. Perfect timing. That's quite life. the intro. Yeah. That's like, I mean, it really like encompasses, it is crazy how it all kind of fell into place because when you started and you were telling me, I just remember us sitting, either we were on the phone or we were having like a sleepover or something and you're like, I want to do this, but like, I'm, I'm too embarrassed. And it was like before, like, mm-hmm. I think like being like a, like normal people trying right. to be influencers was like acceptable. It was yeah. before TikTok. And so she was just like, it's so embarrassing. Like, I know I want to do it Mm -hmm. and I can feel something like coming, but I can't, like, I can't do it. And I'm like, just do it. Like, literally just do it. Like, Mm -hmm. why do we care about what any of these people are saying? Why I will come and take your photos. We will go around. We're going to figure it out. And Mm -hmm. obviously it's evolved from what that originally was, but it was always, and I remember you were telling me, you're like, I don't know about the blogging thing, but I want to keep posting. I'd be like, but you're not like. I don't get it. And you're just like, it's just, it's just going to be, I just want it to be this, like, I want it to be like an online community. And I'm like, but if you're not providing any content, like, right. I just, I couldn't even get it. Cause I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing? And that's when around that time, when she was transitioning out of blogging, we started the podcast and I'm like, <laughs> okay, well that makes sense. I'm like, now there's this podcast. It kind of ties in. Right. And then obviously <laughs> we don't do the podcast together right. anymore. Um, for <laughs> reasons, different reasons, you know what I mean? I feel like we could totally do it now, but just at the right. time, I mean, that kind of speaks into like what this yeah. is not like, at the time, like you were just going through a ton of stuff right? and you were in no position yeah, to and be I, like exactly. spewing your life out on the internet. Truly, that's really what Why? exactly happened. And then I just loved it. And I was like, okay, well we started this beast. I can't stop it. Right. And so that's essentially what happened, but it is crazy how, community actually really did affect that and mm-hmm. how that kind of changed everything right it is kind of crazy no, when you when you think about that because you literally answered like my first question where I was like compare 
college community versus what you have now because there's tons of girls listening to this that are mostly college students or they mm-hmm. might be just starting on postgrad because I know for me my community looks drastically different mm-hmm. and so what would you say is like the bigger difference in like going into college of like were you looking for different types of community in college or like what what was the disconnect I think the biggest difference and I think I could have like if I knew what I knew then what I knew now then I would have done community in college so much differently but I think in college I was looking for a community I was looking for I want to join a group I want to join a sorority I want to join a community group Uh, I want to join a club and I got down here and was like there's nothing Mm-hmm. I'm going to form a community. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make I'm it. Gonna, okay. There's not the resources provided to me. What am I going to do about it? Am I going to mm-hmm. sit in my home and like not reach out to girls because I'm scared? No, I'm I'm going to reach out. And I, I almost feel like it was less embarrassing in post-grad because people in post-grad kind of stop posting on social media as much it's about their true. lives. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in college and you have a bunch of friends in a sorority, it and looks you're, like you're going to everything. so many events. There's yes. always something because a lot of people on social media are like they just post about like things that they're mm-hmm. doing. So it's like I went to formal. Right. I have this event. I have this event. But the events kind of just stop once mm-hmm. you're in post grad. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like maybe a wedding every once in a while. But yeah, it was a lot scarier for me in college to reach out to random girls. And honestly, one of the girls who I still talk to was literally her reaching out to me on social media being like, let's be friends. I never did that in college. And now that's how every single one of my friends here are from. Every single one of them was from either I popped up on their explore page and they reached out to me on Instagram or they saw that TikTok or a friend sent the TikTok to them. Mm-hmm. And now I have some really good friends, which is crazy that I've only known a lot of them for only a couple of months Yeah, from social media. Mm-hmm. This superficial thing to a lot of people has now brought like real life, real friends. life friends. And I think that's another thing that a lot of like influencers don't really talk about. They're like, yes, let's build this online community. And for a long time, that was my focus. And I think kind of like when I did decide to stop doing the podcast, it was because I realized I need to focus my life in my life. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't get that connect right then. It took a good two years of actually understanding like, hey, like, yes, what I do on social media is awesome. But if I'm not living out my real life, then what the heck is the point? No, I mean, completely. And like, Mm -hmm. that was definitely something that we had talked about where it's like it's this kind of like volatile thing where mm-hmm. typically when you think of social media you're thinking of not being present yeah and you're thinking of like chasing content or you're constantly mm-hmm. scrolling or you're constantly then absorbed in somebody else's life but then when you think of the flip side that there are positives to social media mm-hmm. I mean we did that episode with Brooke and Sarah and mm-hmm. You met them literally from Instagram right. too. And so it is – I feel like you are an anomaly. Mm-hmm. That is not the normal. Right. And so for the person listening to this who's like, okay, that's really cool for Kenzie. I'm really glad that she reached out to all these people. But, like, I don't know how to do that. How are you finding cute cute girls mm-hmm. to reach out to? Like, how do you know that it's going to work? Like, where do I even start by doing that? I had a lot of people DM me and they're like, well, I'm not an influencer, so I can't reach out to people. I my platform grew very quickly. I had like six thousand followers the beginning of this year when I kind of started all that. I think I had like four thousand on TikTok, which like neither one of those are like small by any means, but they're not yeah. they're not I wasn't an established influencer yeah. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I was not making any money whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So it was just a normal girl reaching out. Um I tried Bumble BFF. 
really didn't work for me. I just didn't. A lot of those people had different interests than me. Most of those were, let's go grab a drink. Let's go do this. Totally fine if that's your thing. It mm-hmm. wasn't my thing, so I really didn't find my niche on there. Yeah. For me, I like taking photos, and I like being an influencer, and mm-hmm. I like going to the beach. I like doing the, like, super basic trendy things a mm-hmm. lot of the times. Um, So that's kind of where I kind of started finding it. Um, Just by, like, following different influencers in my area, I guess. Um, okay. Or girls who were, like, posting on social media. And that's hard, too, because – that's my interest and I, your interest might not be something where people are posting about it which does make it a little more difficult um but I think like a lot of people have like community groups I know a couple podcasters have these big community groups which are great ways to meet people I use the Geneva app and I have like a whole group for girls in South Florida and then I have a group for girls who just live in Florida as well and I actually know like a couple girls either even in North Florida who have like met up because of it as well that's sweet um yes it's super cool so kind of finding community groups like that I think wherever your interests are and I think it is like important to reflect while you are on your own of like what your interests genuinely are and be confident in those if you like going out own that go out yeah do those things and find those people out there don't pretend you're something you're not and look for friends in a different area but if you're wanting friends who are going to go to church with you look for friends in church things kind of Mm -hmm. along those lines yeah and we've definitely talked about that like on this podcast in general like we're Mm -hmm. always like you're gonna those type of friends you're looking for, you're going to find them in places that match. Yes. And so it's putting yourself in those positions. I think it's interesting because I feel like we've had the, like an inverse experience where mm-hmm. I had a really, really, really solid community in college. Right. And now that I'm in post-grad, that's just not readily available to me. And it mm-hmm. used to, I would used to always think about it and be like, okay, well, Kenzie was like two months ahead of me because technically I was in like a buffer zone pre-wedding. So I wasn't trying to make friends. And so I'm just, like, two months delayed behind Kenzie. Whenever I would honestly, like, think about it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's making all these friends. I don't have any friends out here. But, like, I'm two months behind her, so, like, it's fine. That's literally what I would say in my head. I'm like, eh, I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. It doesn't, it, you know. Right. But in reality, the truth is it's just different. And so for me, I don't think I felt, not even the need, because I've definitely wanted community and, like, currently still really want that out in Dallas. But it. I haven't been, like, super, like, okay, I haven't had this in a long time. Because mm-hmm. I just keep thinking back, I'm like, well, when I was at Stanford, it was like this. And, like, it was so great when I was in college. Which is, I feel like maybe I, – I don't even want to say the norm because I feel like both mm-hmm. examples are really, really normal. Maybe less so of you than having this awesome community afterwards. Right. Because um, I think that's just, like, an anomaly. I think yeah. it is really hard to get plugged in right away. Um, most of the time people post-grad, like, it's like they hit the nine-month mark and they're like, shoot. I need, need friends. friends. Right. Yeah, like I'm I'm dying over here. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely hard, but I think all of this still really does apply to college in terms of like finding your people. I always get questions about it's like, okay, cool. I can find people. Mm-hmm. I can find a person, but how do I find the specific people that are gonna like push me to be my best or the type of friends that I'm looking for? And maybe more so outside of like, okay, cool, I'm going to church. But like Right. That's not solving all of my problems. Uh Uh-huh. So what would you say? What do you think about that? Um, I think, so we did this thing when I studied abroad, focusing on your different values. So one thing that I didn't realize, really realize coming into a lot of these friendships, like I said, I was like, oh, I need all these friends who have all of these things in common with me. I don't. I learned that. I have definitely learned that. I wanted friends who like to do the same things as me, like to 
act the same way, like to do the same thing, mm-hmm. hang out with the same people. That was like that's been hard in and mm-hmm. of itself, which is kind of strange, but that's definitely captain my dog at the door (laughs) it's definitely been challenging to overcome of realizing like I really value people who are different from one another yeah and I think having like open conversations with people who also want friends and being like okay when I kind of realized hey I'm not really finding growth in these friendships because we all do the same things we all talk about the same things what do we do that's different we went ice skating the other night because one of my friends was a, was a figure skater. I didn't know that about her. <gasps> I like, love that. That just never came up. Um, but I think, too, with post-grad and sometimes what, what is hard with college and why sometimes, again, I transferred in to Georgia Southern my sophomore year. So your freshman year, a lot of times you're desperate for friends. Same mm-hmm. way in post-grad. I was desperate for friends. I had nobody. I think it is a little different. You having kind of Hunter as like a safe space almost in a yes, way. Yes. Uh-huh. Where I was here completely alone. And I was desperate. I mean, yeah. a video saying, I am desperate for friends. Please yeah. be my friends. Uh-huh. Like, that is embarrassing, guys. No, like, but it's literally not embarrassing. And I do remember I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so like, I would get so stressed out for Kenzie. Because I, I, te- I wasn't there yet, though. Like, I was sitting there like knowing that this was coming that mm-hmm. I was going to have to do it, but I was so stressed out with like wedding stuff and just getting married right. and everything. But I was like watching you do it and I would like get so anxious and I'd literally like track you when you were like leaving work and I'm like, oh my gosh, like what is she gonna do tonight? Like all of a sudden you don't you just don't have a schedule mm-hmm. and I feel like you're working a nine to five and then you don't have any community and you're like in a right. new city. Like it's really lonely. Yeah, it is. Like how long do you think like you were sitting in like this like gray area before you were like shoot I need to do something about it honestly it it happened way quicker for me than I think it it does it does for most people um it took me about I think a month being here alone um probably a little less than that too where I was like crap and I don't even know where like the kick came from because again I had a small number of friends when I was in college when I was in high school like I just have never been the have a ton of really close mm-hmm. girlfriends kind of girl. So I don't even really know where the click came from. I think it really was me praying about where I wanted my platform on social media mm. to take me and me kind of feeling the Lord saying, where's the people aspect? Yeah. And because I had studied abroad, I've traveled all these places, I've done the people, and then I've shared my faith, which that ebbs and flows as well. But the people part I never had. And – that was always literally at the center. The center. The center of what I was doing. But this is it was so just, cute. We've never talked about oh. it. But it was never a part of my life, which is insane. That's so crazy. Right. And I never valued having people in my life as much as I do now either. Hmm. Yeah, I, was I forget what the question was, but. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, well then, if we're going to keep grilling, we're going to keep grilling mm-hmm. Kenzie on making friends. So, for me personally, I'm not in the market to make a TikTok but in why? Dallas. But why? I just, I guess I wasn't no doing reason. social media. Yes, you were. I was, but, like, not successfully. <laughs> I had had, like, one video on TikTok go viral at this point. And it was a fish it was sucking a peanut feet. butter off your toes. It was on my feet, Taylor. And I just made it. And I was like, okay, here we go. I know, but 
I know not everyone's going to be making TikToks of this. Yes. Yes. Because, I mean, you know my struggle with, like, I do not want to be a social media personality. Like, right. that is just not a desire on my heart. But, and so it's, like, hard being, like, is that where I want to find community? Like, I have no problem sliding into a girl's DMs. Like, it is, like, an art for me. Like, I have no problem. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't anything. But it's just, I mean, I'm in a particularly weird situation where I'm like, shoot, like, I need to make, like, single friends, but, like, I'm also married, right. and I'm also 21, but I'm yeah. also, and so, like, now I'm starting to get a little bit more plugged into my church, but if I'm being honest about and like, in real time, like, that's just about it in terms of, like, mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Right. Like, there's still, if we're giving a good progress update, there's mm-hmm. not much. And so, like, it's, like, all of a sudden you're like, okay, shoot, like, I, now you need to show up every week. Right. And, like, start getting invested in, in everybody and, like, mm-hmm. asking people to hang out and trying to do more and trying to get put, like, it's a, it takes a long time. Right. And I think sometimes it's, it can be hard maybe seeing, like, your social media and seeing how fast you did it, mm-hmm. that being really discouraging. Right. But in all reality, then people don't know the background of, of like, okay, well, I've been waiting for this for four years. Right. You know? Right, exactly. And so I feel like even with – this is just a side tangent, but even, like, social media, people will be, like – or, like, where things, like, look better on social media. Because, mm-hmm. like, now people look at your Instagram. They're, like, cool. She Kenzie has so many friends. Right. She's so happy. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, okay, well, you don't know about me being, like, literally crying in my room in college. Mm-hmm. And right. I never achieved it. Like, right. most people are, like, oh, yeah, my freshman year was really, really hard. But then, like, it was awesome. Because mm-hmm. that was my, my situation. Like, mm-hmm. my first semester was a little rocky. But I still had pretty good friends right. freshman, my freshman first semester. But then from there, like, I was, like, thriving. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, for you. I had no friends my whole freshman year. I was at two different community colleges, one six hours away from home. Made no friends. Maybe the one person I'd consider a friend, I met up with once that entire semester. Uh-huh. Once. Once for, like, ice cream. Mm-hmm. And then moved back home. I had a coworker who was kind of a friend. That was it. Moved to Georgia Southern. Had friends, roommates, roommates mm-hmm. who I did everything with, but when like push came to shove, they weren't yeah. my people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then came out of college with one really good friend, mm-hmm. and that's about it. And me, and well, yes, but like I'm talking about <laughs> physically in college, yes, <laughs> we just don't live here. This is depressing, but whatever. Um, It'll happen when we're grandmas or something. Yeah, for sure. We'll, like, get, like, a like a, a compound. Right. Yeah. That sounds perfect. But I think, too, so the book by Jenny Allen really did help a lot. And it specifically talks about finding five friends in five miles, which I did not achieve. West Palm is a big spread out area. Mm-hmm. And I basically narrowed it down to, like, Palm Beach County. If I can find five friends in my county, that is good enough yeah. for me. Uh-huh. I know gas is expensive, but I will make the drive. Yeah. But it basically talks about just, like, looking up where you go. Like, at Trader Joe's, looking at the people who are walking next to you and being super weird and being like, hey, do you want to go for coffee? Or the person who's, like, at your coffee shop every single day. Hey, do you want to go get lunch? Like, all (laughs) the people who you see, because excluding those of us who do work remote at times, in a day, count how many people you walk by. They might be older than you. They might be Mm -hmm. younger than you. But once you get into this, like, post-grad season, I hate to say, like, it, it does matter how old your friends are. But Jenny Allen talks about how, it like, doesn't matter as much. her babysitter for when her kids were little is one of her best friends, is one of the people in her inner circle. Uh-huh. She's like, I just came home and started pouring out my life to her. And I didn't, it started as, like, a, hey, sit down, but it turned into a, 
hey, I really have to take my kids here. Can you hop in the car and can we hang out while I go drive my kids somewhere? Mm-hmm. And it's like inviting friends. Like I've had friends where I'm like, I don't have any time this week to hang out with you, but can you come to the grocery store with me? Yeah. It's so random and mm-hmm. it seems like in the busy season of post-grad, it's like, oh, I just don't have time for friends. It doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. It does take a lot of sac- sacrifice, especially mm-hmm. in post-grad. I, my sales job, which I just recently quit. Yeah, she did. Whoop, whoop, full time influencer. Um, which is so weird to say still. But my sales job, I was up at five every single morning. So a lot of times when girls want to hang out, it was 8 p.m. Certain She's nights. Sleeping. Right. Certain nights, I would just bite my tongue in the morning when I was cranky. Mm-hmm. Because those are sometimes certain sacrifices. Yeah. Gas is expensive right now. Sometimes you're going to be making the drive. Making spending, financial investments. Right. Spending money on food, going out to eat, mm-hmm. cooking for random people and inviting them over, inviting yourself to people's homes. Very early on, so we kind of all, my friend group here, so to speak, the core group who kind of started and was like, we want to be in each other's lives. We want to push each other towards Jesus. And that is the goal of this community. We all sat down and we're like, we're going to share locations with one another. Some girls previously couldn't come i still have their locations free range we can invite ourselves to each other's house we can just show up don't like literally knock on the door bring a casserole just show up mm-hmm. have i done that to everyone anyone no but girls will just randomly show up here they'll literally walk in the door and be like hey and i'm like what are you doing okay hey right i'm coming home for dinner what are you cooking mm-hmm. and it's it's not normal i mm-hmm. think really deep community is not normal we have on social media kind of romanticized this idea of having so many friends and yes right now is a very rare season in my life where it does look like I have a lot of friends and I have I am slowly narrowing down the like who is going to be in my inner circle and going to be those deep friends Mm -hmm. but again I'm four months in so yes it looks very glamorous and a lot of those friendships have already drifted apart a little bit because mm-hmm. as you continue to get deeper into friendships, we're sinful people. We hurt one yeah. another. You're not going to have great friends. Like, it's not like you can just, like, find – it's the same – it's the difference between, like, I can find people, mm-hmm. then you're finding your people. And right. it's, like, eventually, like, as you're getting to know each other, you're realizing, like, okay, mm-hmm. like, you're a great person, but, like, you're not who – like, we're not who each other need right. on, like, a much deeper, more, right. like, intimate friendship level. Right. And I think I learned that. I've already fought with a lot of those friends, which is weird to say because we've fought once, literally all of once. When did we fight? For the podcast? <laughs> literally about this podcast. <laughs> but like once, and it was two years ago. So Yes, we've known each other since we were 11. And right. So I've literally, and when you're in close quarters with people, it's a lot easier to fight. And when people make stupid decisions with boys, a lot easier to fight. A lot easier to be disappointed. Right. So... It is interesting and going through, like, getting deeper in the friendships. But honestly, like, once you fight and get through certain things with people and you're like, okay, we're good now. Like, Yeah, it makes you closer, too. Right. Like, we're in each other's lives and I'm sticking by you. And it's weird. I remember sitting in a group with all of those girls and we were all kind of a month in. We went on this trip together and I looked around at them and I was like, I really hope we all like stay like this because I feel like right now it's just really good because we haven't, mm-hmm. we know a lot about each other. We don't necessarily know the like dark parts of each other's lives yet. Yeah. Not to make that sound morbid, but no, it's true. We don't, we well, don't know hard. the crap that's going on in each other's lives mm-hmm. to a full extent. Yeah. We've kind of like touched on it and like talking about it, 
and it's like jokes it, about it right in a more like intimate setting at times but like we haven't gone through hard things with one another yet we don't know if this friendship can withstand like sin and time and all the things that come with everyday life yeah so i think that's a good thing to keep in the back of your mind when you are making friends it's friends that you want to fight those battles with because we're not meant to do life alone we're meant to fight those hard things with other people too Mm -hmm. okay so then my next question would be is what kind of friends are you or would or were you looking for like specific qualities so i think one thing that i heard forever ago and it was talking about relationships specifically but it was saying every single friendship in your life is built on something and i thought that was just like so interesting and i look at that a lot of times in like even like my family relationship and it's really kind of weird to look at and we don't need to get into that yeah but every single relationship in your life is formed on something that's like that's crazy mm-hmm. and like the strongest foundation is to have it on the lord mm-hmm. and that is personally what i want to choose my friendships based on around but other friendships are found on I don't know things like community or going to the beach going to the beach or things Taking like that photos right and i have influencer friends for sure and we don't get deep with one another and mm-hmm. i'm not saying the girls on my instagram are influencer friends honestly those are some of my best friends but yeah i have friendships who like to do the different things but i think that's a really important thing and i think a lot of times figuring out what that foundation is happens early on it's having an open and honest conversation saying what do you want the mission of this friendship to be mm. in a way? Which sounds, again, really intense. Really intense. But friendships are like we're growing up. If you're in your 20s, even if you're in college, I, I'm kind of, I don't really want to bring that many more people into my life who are going to know the really dark parts of me and then just choose to leave. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's just a waste of my time. And I will always welcome people into my life. But I won't always welcome people into that really intimate part of my life. Yeah. So I think that's that's like I know that's not necessarily a quality to look for in uh-huh. a friend. Um, but I think focusing on that and kind of evaluating personally what you want out of that right. is something really important. And just figuring out like what you want, period. Like you might right. not have like you might have like really great long distance friends mm-hmm. that like scratch your itch for like really deep level relationships. Right. And so now you just kind of need, like, a fun community, yeah. and you need something that's not super heavy, and you need, like, that's okay, too. Right. Absolutely. Like, you just kind of need to figure out what you want, and then, like, be really honest with yourself in the process of, like, what you're trying to find. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think the reason why I feel more comfortable sitting in this season of, like, not really having community mm-hmm. is because I'm, one, comforted by my marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm never really alone, and, like, that's still like fun for me like yeah I'm, I'm not sick of hanging out with him you know right and so it's like there's that at a base level but then in terms of having close girlfriends like I have a lot and mm-hmm. we keep up on the phone and so it's it's not like I don't have anyone to tell like what's going on with mm-hmm. in my marriage or I don't have anyone to tell about like what's going on in my life or keep up with and so I'm definitely missing like the in-person community but I think I've let it go on mm-hmm. so much longer because there really hasn't been those like needs I guess in the back of my head that it's like shoot I need someone to like spill my heart out to literally right before we started like I got to Kenzie's house today after we'd already been together for like (laughs) two hours and literally I didn't even like give her context I just started ranting about something like just Mm -hmm. like and she was like okay I guess we're doing this right now Mm -hmm. because I was just like I just need to talk to you about this right and so 
it's I just never really have like a need to like I need to find someone here in Dallas to like dump on mm-hmm. you know but that's not the intention but you know what I mean like I have people I can dump my stuff on right and so I think that's probably kept me from mm-hmm. being really intentional or like mm-hmm. really trying like I probably put in like c-level effort like I'm not like really like going out of my way, which mm-hmm. this this episode's honestly motivating me to be. I'm like, wow, Kenzie's so right. I'm like, shoot, I should, I really need to be better about this. But like, I've honestly just been so comfortable that I'm just kind of like, eh. No, it's it's hard, and I think mm-hmm. I needed to be. So I graduated a college semester early. So my boyfriend is now since back, and I'm even getting into a place where I'm like, no, I just would rather like. Yeah. Just watch a movie with him because it's just Uh comfortable. Like, I really needed to be in that season of, like, okay, I could sit at home by myself. Yes, and, and, like, not be comforted. Right. Mm -hmm. And be depressed. Or I could go out and And make a friend. Make a friend. And I think a lot of times people think that's easy. The amount of times, like, I've been, like, I've shown up to dinner, whatever it might be, literally, like, pulling myself out of the house being like I did not want to come here Mm -hmm. and I've straight up told people that before being like this was extremely hard for me to get out of the house I don't know why I did not want to come here but but I think that but I'm happy I did right Uh exactly and it's so rewarding and at the end you're just like oh and a lot of us have talked about it being like we did not like it was so scary to do all these things it's Mm -hmm. scary to meet up with and be safe when you're meeting up with strangers but yeah it's scary to do that and to open your heart to someone and I have met up with girls and I my my second week of being here, I met up with a random girl off of Instagram and I poured my life out to her. And I was so lonely that I did not want to go home. So I kept this sweet girl at dinner for like three hours and dumped my life out on her. And I remember talking about like her boyfriend and her and her boyfriend were serious. And I'm like in my head being like, we could be in each other's weddings. We could be best friends. And I'm like, Mackenzie! Because I was so desperate You're for You're being friends. a creeper. Right. And never heard back from her. She was like, you're good. Right. She's like, this girl's psycho. Mm-hmm. Like, she's desperate. Yeah. And she had, like, again, her boyfriend at home. So she's probably like, I don't need this in my life. Yeah. I'm she's good. She's like, uh, no, thank you. Right. That's so funny. I obviously already have heard that before, but it's always just so mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> we could be in each other's weddings. We could, but that's what you do. You start romanticizing, right. like, like you do with boys. And you do it with boys. Like, mm-hmm. somehow it's so normalized to do with boys where, like, all of a sudden, like, you're going on your first date and you're like, what kinds of eyes would our kids have? Like right. you start doing that, but like, it's the same with friendships. I feel yeah. like I did that in college. Like the second I found girls that I felt like we like kind of made sense. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to be a bridesmaid at my wedding. Right. And you like are imagining friendships moving. And so you obviously have to be good about like picking and narrowing down. Right. But like, there's the two part aspect. Like I'm in no position right now in Dallas. To be like I need to pick and narrow down. I just need to find somebody and like start it's trial and error and it's like dating and I remember I went out to dinner with this one girl that like I found through church or whatnot and I was sitting in my car waiting and she was running late I'm like I literally feel like I'm going on a date Mm -hmm. I'm like this is so awkward like I'm like oh my gosh like should I pay for her dinner which no I shouldn't like that's kind of weird but I'm like okay well what are we gonna I'm like oh is the marriage thing gonna be weird like I start thinking I'm like should I'm like uh like how should I tell her that I'm married and a little girl like that's a strange thing to like talk about and so Mm -hmm. I think it's important whether you're in high school college post-grad literally whatever making friends is hard Mm -hmm. and finding community real community is even harder yeah and so it's I mean you have to be like gracious with yourself and like understand that it takes time Mm -hmm. but don't give yourself too much grace that you're me 
just like vibing vibing yeah and i think too the reason it did happen so to speak it did not happen quickly for me it's been a long time coming yes but happened quickly in this season was because my also like social media accounts started growing along the same wavelength and i truthfully believe like the people aspect was what i was called to on the social media platform yeah and now i'm being able to host groups and helping like my mission now isn't i've got my people here and i'm obviously welcome to more and more friends and i love that but my my goal here is to help other girls in my community as well Mm -hmm. and i think me having the heart behind that is kind of why this it's like what it did and it's like it's going into it with good intentions Mm -hmm. because i hope you don't mind me saying this there was a long time like when you were starting to these people places where and it's easy with social media accounts where it's all about numbers Mm -hmm. and it's like taylor how am i going to get to five thousand followers by this date like what should i do growth strategies Mm -hmm. hashtags i'm posting this i'm trying this i'm commenting i'm engaged and it's all about just increasing this number Mm -hmm. and i feel like the second and it's so annoying especially if you're trying to grow social because like Uh i'm in that weird spot with the podcast where i'm just like it's not growing it's not doing it's moving backward like everything's a mess like it just doesn't seem like it's worth it anymore and then all of a sudden it's like the second you like stopped you started caring a lot less about the numbers Mm -hmm. and you started caring about like okay well I need this to like actually start being like a real thing in my life. And it's less about trying to influence people. Mm -hmm. And it's more about like making this like a a legitimate platform that has a bigger purpose than you just having followers Mm -hmm. was when you started growing. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, and I went from like in January, I had 6,000 followers and now I have 31, mm 32,000 followers, which is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, and I think a lot of people in this area have like grown super quickly, kind of at a similar rate. So it does get overlooked, but thinking about that and like actually like sitting on that for a second of like how many thousands of people that is is insane. It's like a three hundred percent increase, right? Crazy. Which is wild. Mm-hmm. And being able, I just posted because I'm trying to have my first like actual event event mm-hmm. to help girls make community and seeing how many people are like in the same position that I kind of was in of like being desperate for friends and really seeking community is just so crazy yeah and I wish people did talk about it more how hard it is to make friends Mm -hmm. especially if you're not if you don't fit the mold I think for like what you're supposed to do in your 20s oh even though you're not supposed to do anything in your 20s and that's Uh the point of your 20s but no it's true I mean Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with me I mean like literally all of a sudden I remember I went out to dinner with a girl different girl lots of girls um in Dallas and it was my first time and it was like a couple weeks after we'd moved there so it was like me taking a really strong initiative like right at the top like still hopeful still like just like you know whatever and I was talking to her and I'm like I have nothing in common with you but we do have a lot in common on paper but like where she's at in her like life and she's like 22 I'm 21 and, like, all she wanted to talk about was, like, going out and drinking and making friends, which is awesome. But I'm, like, uh, I have, like, a cl- I have like a husband at home. Like, right. I'm we are not on the same page at all. And same thing with you where mm-hmm. you're just, like, well, I don't drink. I don't party. Like, that's mm-hmm. not a life. Like, this narrative of what your 20s are supposed to look like. 20s look vastly different yeah. for everybody. And, like, I have friends who are about to start grad school who are, like, terrified to, like, stay being students. And they're, like, frustrated because, like, like, you look so cute doing your corporate job. And I'm, like, 
that's so fun to still be in school and have like an immediate community there for you yeah. right away like you're so lucky right and then someone else is like well you're getting engaged like you're so lucky like i just want to date someone like mm-hmm. everyone wants what they don't have and everybody's 20s like they're thinking about what part of their 20s isn't there for them right your 20s are weird mm-hmm. so weird super weird okay well that is this week's episode kenzie <laughs> Thank you so much, obviously, for, for co-hosting the pod for two weeks in a row. Yes. I love having you here in your – us recording in your bed. In my room. But, yes, it's good being home. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for being here, watching, <laughs> listening, all the things. Subscribing, commenting. Subscribing. But, yes, you guys can watch She's Going Places now. We are recording a video. You can watch it on YouTube. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can review it. Give us five stars. Leave us a review. Much appreciated. You guys can follow us on Instagram and TikTok. (laughs) She's going places podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. Oh, wait. At Jesus People Places. Instagram. I'll see you guys next week. This is Jesus People Places. Follow her on Instagram. 